Well, I have good news for you all. You're all going to die. I mean, not right now. Although some of you do look like you're closer to seeing Jesus than others. But truly, humanity has a 100% mortality rate. There is never anyone who has been born who has not, after a short time or a long time, also died. And right now you're just thinking, wow, Father, you're really bringing the hope today, aren't you? But did you also know that Catholics love death? In the 1500s, in fact, in a few different places around Europe, uh, there were a few chapels entirely made of bones from dead monks. Just imagine coming into church and the walls are lined with thousands of skulls. The chandeliers here made of femurs and hip bones. The entire altar made of dead monks. It's because the live ones complain too much if you make an altar out of them. <laughs> but you will never be reminded more of your own mortality than if you go into a chapel surrounded by bones. It is also the reason that if you ever walk into my office, I have two skulls sitting on my desk. This is one of them. The other one is painted gold and has a golden crown on it. To symbolize whether you are rich or poor, you will stand before Jesus, so you better be able to account for your life well. I love being reminded of death every time I walk into my office, and I want everyone else who walks in or walks by to be reminded as well. But don't worry, I'm not just a crazy person. Longer than the bone chapels have been around, there has been a Catholic spirituality about death encapsulated by the phrase, memento more. The phrase memento more is actually embroidered on both of my shoes here, tattooed on my back, and other places around the rectory. But it is a phrase that means remember your death. And it is used by many different Catholic religious orders and organizations around the world because a Catholic should always be reminded that this, this life is not the final goal. As St. Teresa of Avila said, the world is thy ship, not thy destination. Death is not something to be feared, but a sobering reality that there are eternal consequences to the temporal actions we make. So the focus on death, the inclusion of skulls in Catholic artwork, and the constant reminder, memento more, all give us hope that this world is not the end. In fact, in a Catholic context, death is not to be feared, but rather welcomed. Now be very clear here. We as Catholics are never to do anything that hastens death. But when it comes for us, we are to welcome it. We are never to do anything ever that prematurely ends our own life or the life of anyone else, whether they are in the womb or disabled or elderly or sick. When life is ended prematurely or tragically, like in El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio, it is always a tragedy and never part of God's plan. But when death naturally comes for us, we are to welcome it. 
Because to a Catholic who has been baptized and is now a child of God, death is the moment when we will finally break free of this world and be united with God, the ultimate end and source of our joy. Before death even comes for us, we are to practice death. The second reading says, put to death the earthly parts of you, those things that are not of God. In this we are to understand that we should be practicing the art of dying to self. Dying to self is a way to practice virtue and overcome vice. The experience of death is to be cut off and no longer available to the world. Therefore, we mortify our flesh and our senses so that we no longer make ourselves available to sin or the near occasion of sin. Let me speak very practically. If you find yourself preoccupied with money or stuff, the way we mortify our flesh and practice dying to self is by giving away our stuff and our money to the poor. If we are preoccupied with sins of the flesh and are falling into the sin of pornography or premarital sex, we practice fasting from food so that we remind ourselves we are indeed controlling of the body and not the other way around. If we find ourselves using words to hurt others and to gossip about others, then we practice days of silence and self-control, only speaking when absolutely necessary at home or at work, but saying nothing ancillary. There are so many examples of the sins that we fall into and the ways that we can practice death to self, and in doing so, obey the words of St. Paul, when he says to put to death those things that are in you that are not of God. I encourage all of us to search our hearts and to find specifically what your soul needs. Most of the time, the thing that is most beneficial to your soul is whatever you're thinking of right now and you're saying to yourself, I could never give that up. Koheleth, the author of Ecclesiastes, which was the first reading that we heard, starts the entire book of the Bible by saying, vanity of vanities, everything is vanities. He is reminding us that almost a thousand years before the time of Christ, that they also believed there was a transient nature to worldly things. Jesus in the gospel is asked by someone in the crowd to make a ruling about temporal goods. And rather than make a ruling, he launches into a parable about earthly goods. My favorite part of that parable is the line when God says, you fool, tonight your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? So many of us live with the idea that tomorrow is guaranteed, that we will just wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day. This is why I keep skulls on my desk. I love being reminded that I am going to die. And if this is the last day I spend on earth, that I need to make it worth, I need to make it a great one, loving others and trying to help bring about the kingdom of God, not storing up treasures here, but treasures in heaven. There are two ways that a Catholic adequately prepares for death. The first is frequent confessions, which means hopefully every four or six weeks. In this way, the Catholic is better prepared for death no matter when it comes.
The second is for praying for the grace of a happy death. The simplest way is to pray this, Lord, at this moment, I accept the time and circumstances of my death. We accept it now during the present moment so that when it comes for us, if we either can't think straight because of pain or in a coma, or we give in to fear, we have already expressed our inmost desires to the Lord. For so many in the world, death is terrifying because it comes like a thief in the night. And unless an illness precedes it, we never know when the Lord may call us home. But as Catholics, we have no need to live in fear. For Jesus has conquered death by death. How we prepare for death makes all the difference in this world, and especially the next. So, get to confession at least once a month, and pray for the grace of a happy death. And in this way, be prepared, be as prepared as you can be to enter into eternity. I can promise you one thing for as long as I am assigned here. As long as I am alive, I will constantly be reminding you of your death. Memento Mori.